For my foe to your foe. They go. I want easy money. We get easy money. Man, South Foot. Gang! Yeah. Hey. I got the answers. I got the answers. I got the answers. Oh, you do? I got the answers. I got the answers. I got the answers. Okay, cool. They have the answers. We bought that action. We have the facts. I'm with the man, South Foot, and he say facts. Let's go. I got the answers. I got the answers. I got the answers. I got the answers, I got the answers. Let's go. They having answers, we bout that action, we having facts. I'm with the mayor, South Fortnite, he saying facts. <laughs> Alright, what's happening, man? What's going on, guys? How y'all doing? Welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast. I have the answers. This is your host, Daylin, man. I know I've been gone. And I always say that. I know I always say that. But uh, we got some new things shuffling around the organization, man. We got we got some excitement, some new things to look forward to after the season we've had. Um, we've we've got some exciting playoff games going on. I know I haven't talked to y'all since uh, maybe the last uh, football game, maybe the last two games. Um, what we didn't end too too well. Uh, a lot has happened. A, a whole bunch. That I'm, I'm sorry that I missed and didn't report to y'all, but we're here now. Um, and guess what we got? We got the guy. We got the guy. I'm here to tell you, we got the guy. We got the guy. Not, not a guy. We got the guy. Okay. Word around the league is what all the reporters are saying. Is Arthur Smith was uh, one of the top coaches, one of the top real candidates, um, the, one of the best office play calling minds um, in, that the league has to offer right now. Um, so I'm going to get excited and, and work and operate in that. Uh, a lot of people want to Eric be enemy. Um, take out the fact that he's black. Okay. No emotions attached to him because he's not black, right? Um, he had an interview to me, and and we haven't had a chance to catch up uh, since the Kansas City game. The Kansas City game showed me a lot, guys. Kansas City game showed me one that we're right there as a team to compete with the best of the best. Okay, that's one of the best we competed with them. Eric Bieniemy was going against Raheem Morris. Raheem Morris is a defensive mind coach. Eric Bieniemy is the offensive minded coach, and that was his interview. His interview was against the Falcons. He only scored 17 points against our defense. And uh, not only did he score 17 points, he got a little impatient in the play calling. That's why he threw the pick, the little play call that uh, he called for Patrick Mahomes, but Keanu Neal picked it off. I thought that was a little impatient, and he rested. Um, so I, as far as the interview, the on-the-field interview, I thought he failed to me. I don't know if that's what they went off of, but um, when you only score 17 points, one of the worst defenses, that's kind of hard to say, okay, boom, he's the guy. Also, originally, I thought that uh, he didn't get the job because he didn't play call or he didn't he didn't make anything better. A lot of people are like, what are you talking about? His offense went to the Super Bowl. Well, no, not necessarily. That's Andy Reid's offense. Andy Reid has proof of success before Kansas City calling an offense just like that. He has proof uh, wherever he's been, you know. Um, Andy Reid has a weird history. I don't think I'm thinking of No, I'm thinking of somebody else. But Andy Reid... Andy Reid's a good offensive coach. Uh, what I did say so far is true, but he has proof of that's his offense. I don't think Eric Bieniemy had proof of him saying, okay, when I got here, Travis Kelsey was this type of player, and I made him this, or I did this, that, and the third. So uh, 
that's what I thought was what what it was. Um, now adding that he is black into the equation, there are guys with uh, less requirements that got other jobs. Um, I'm not gonna start calling people out, but other other people have have, have gotten jobs off of way less uh, requirements. We even got some college coaches as of recent, uh, maybe like on three teams that haven't even coached in the NFL. So it's kind of hard to say this is the standard, you know what I mean? But all that aside, I think we got our guy. We got a guy who had number one and number two. He had number one offense in red zone last year, number two offense last year. He had or, or the year before that. He had Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill, who's not Matt Ryan, not the least. Had thirty three touchdowns and seven interceptions. AJ Brown is not Julio, but he performed. Okay. Now we don't have a Derrick Henry. But I'm here to say with the coach that we got, I think that, that there's a clear, obvious direction of what the team wants to be. And it's going to be uh, some form of the Titans, some type of form, not the exact mode, but a, f- a form of the Titans. And the Titans obviously have Derrick Henry. So everybody, all you experts and all those people who are telling me to go get a quarterback. All right. We're, we're talking about the draft now. Now we got we got the coach, right? What's the direction of the team that I think that they're going and what they should go is boom. A lot of people said, go get a quarterback. If you go get a quarterback, you do not win now. If you go get a quarterback, you do not win now. Uh, I'm almost willing to say you don't win. If you get a quarterback, you don't win in the next three years, especially if you get a quarterback on the first round pick and expect him to come in and play. Say you get a Justin Fields. Justin Fields can perform the best he's ever performed in his life. The best, like, like he could his God given talent. Like God could bless him on that day. I promise you, he wouldn't perform better than Matt Ryan. Like it's just Matt Ryan's a 13 year vet. Just knows the game. Um, fifth in uh, passing yards. Just breaking records. I, I can't stress this enough. I don't know why you guys at a season like this say this is the year we need a new quarterback. Y'all, we've done this so many times. We've we've been here so many times. It's really tiring that Falcons fans are still at it. You're still bashing Matt Ryan. You're still trying to get rid of him. All he's done. How many times? How many times of your course of his twelve seasons here have y'all said, "Let's go get a new quarterback. Let's go get a new quarterback." And then the, the following year, he just does something crazy. It's like, man, how many times are we gonna do this? He's he's not the problem. He's more of the solution. I keep telling. He is the consistency of the team. He is the consistency of the team. He is the consistency of the team. The reason why the team is at least competable in, in games and in games is because of him. Okay. The rest, everybody else is sorry. I don't know. Y'all fall in love with the defense, but but I digress because this isn't that. The direction of the team. I don't think getting a quarterback is what's best for this team. This isn't a Miami Dolphins who who suck, who the roster from top to bottom suck. This isn't the Jets that the roster from top to bottom sucks. This, is, this isn't your traditional fourth pick round team. This is a team that had bad direction, bad coaching, point blank period. We were not prepared for 14 of our games for four years. Like, it just it is what it is. We just kind of lined up and tried to outplay. That didn't work. We have a roster. We have building blocks. We got Grady Jarrett. We got AJ Terrell. We got Quadre Allison. Or, uh, 
I can't not Quadra Allison, but we do have Quadra Allison. I think Laquan Treadwell showed a great promise. We can sign him again. Like we got players. We got the the Matt Hennessy and uh, uh, the Chris Lindstrom, and, and we got the linemen. We got the uh, linemen last year for from Auburn. We got the building pieces. Uh, if y'all like to think Deion Jones is a building piece, yes, he is something that I could not build around, but he could be around another guy. So that is a piece. Keanu Neal, we don't know what we're going to do with him, but um, I would like to think they're going to keep him just just because it's kind of hard to replace all of these positions um, with the limited amount of money. So what I would do to get better right now, first round pick, I'm getting Najee Harris. A lot of people want to go the dude in Clemson, and yes, he's been balling for three years. Yes, he's been – yes, yes, I understand that. But, hey, Najee Harris scored six touchdowns. And the SEC championship. There's no more evaluating past that. It's more of a what have you done for me lately. Um, the Clemson running back didn't have a spectacular year this year, but he had enough to be up there with the top backs because of the previous years. But he's, that's not something that jumps off the table to me. Najee Harris jumps off the table. This is a transcending talent at running back. And a lot of people, when we look at the team and we look at the deficiencies, even the, the game when we lost to uh, San Francisco, and San Francisco had that that comeback with Kaepernick. I looked at Matt Ryan's stats at the end of the game. Matt Ryan had 380-some yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. His running back had like 18 carries for 30 yards. No touchdowns. Julio Jones had two touchdowns in the Super Bowl. I uh, can't remember how many yards uh, Freeman had, but he only had – we only had five runs in the second half. Um, all of the games that this year where Matt Ryan has uh, been the leading rusher, he's been the leading rusher for at least three games in the last three years, we, we've missed a lack of production from the running back. And a lot of people don't understand that affects so much. I, cannot, I, I can't stress to you that as good as Matt Ryan is, throwing it 55 times a game, does not work. The defense knows what's coming. You need something to offset and keep the defense true. When you talk about, you look at our line, our offensive line is like they they suck, they suck. They don't suck per se. They need help. Everybody who plays us has their pass rush set in the whole game and keep them fresh. Just keep keep pass rush, keep pass rush, keep pass rushing. Because you know you're not afraid of the run when you play us. That'll keep defenses and put them in different formations, and we can call different plays. I'm telling you, it we when we're up, that's when the running back comes in, and because again, we don't have a running back to seal the game when we're up. We never had. And if you think a five eight dude was going to do that, you don't know physics. It's just not possible. Okay, no offense to the short guys, but you guys are the Darren Sproles quick. Uh, what do you call it? Gadget guys. When you're not a finish the game, I need. 10 touches in the fourth quarter. God, it's just not the game, okay? So we need to run it back like that. Second, you evaluate the defense. How can I get better on defense right away? I just went corner. I got a lockdown corner. I have Grady Jarrett at the line plus the guy that I got last year. Now you look at, okay, which which what is more pivotal, linebacker and safety? I do need help in both of those positions. You do need to address both of those positions right away. Um if it was me, the most important thing is the closest thing to the ball. So I like the, um, I would like to get a linebacker in the second round. But 
then you look at uh well what unit played the best last year um safeties we they got hurt linebackers um Lua Fulcon stepped up he stepped up big time Deion Jones is Deion Jones take that how you will um if you put the right people around him he can ball so when you look at that from that standpoint it's like okay I might not necessarily need to fix linebacker right away. So now we look back at pass rushing and safeties. Which one controls the game even more? And you look at the playoff teams now. If you look at the playoff teams that set up, the Bills, um, who else is in the playoffs? Chiefs, the Buccaneers, and uh, Green Bay. All of them are set up a little different. As the Chiefs, who have a good D-line, I think they're I guess their D line is a little bit better, but they have Tyron Matthews. Tyron Matthews is one of the best safeties to ever play the game. And um he impacts the game every time he plays, whether it's in tackles, he's a transcending eraser. Um interceptions. I saw him on a pivotal play uh take down the third he took down the first option or he he's playing man, took away the tight end, jumps somebody else's route, takes away the second option, reads the quarterback eyes and jumps in front of the third option, picks it off. That's just you we need players like that to when you do mess up when you do mess up when the d-line doesn't get that push you need a safety to kind of erase all of that and make plays and i think that's what we've been missing especially when you have grady jared um it also would would depend on the talent pool that is around because i would grade my positions based off of need okay so safety and d lineman safety and uh edge rusher i think is tied i think um both both type players can wreck a game we've seen both type of defenses built from the back end and the front end work um if that transcending player is there like if there's a d in that is like okay this is a star we can't pass up on him and there's a safety that's like okay i think he'll do good and he'll fall to the next round and boom i i'll take that you know what i mean but if there's a safety that's like okay he's not gonna be there he's the guy let's go get him and there's a d uh, a d lineman or uh, edge rusher that's like okay i kind of need him he's he's as well feel good that you have grady jared and i for some reason the guy's uh slipping my mind but the guy we got from auburn last year who didn't play this much this year essentially you can say okay he didn't play this year it's almost like him being on the field is like my draft picks this year you know what I mean? So I don't have to – it's less pressure to fix the D-line because we have something to fall on than the safeties. The safeties, um, Keanu Neal is Keanu Neal coming back from injuries, um, not a complete safety as far as covering everybody on the field. And then DeMonte Casey who got hurt and Ricardo Allen. So I think second pick, with the second pick, I would go running back. And then with all that being said, I would try to find me my safety. I would try to find me a starting safety. Um, and then from there, try to get in the third round, uh, a edge rusher, a linebacker, a dual person or something like that. Um, and then then we, we, we we're talking about something. We're talking about some building blocks. We're talking about a defense who got better with the safety. Uh, we're talking about an offense who who took pressure off of Julio Jones and or and Matt Ryan and the running back. It, it, it works equally. Everybody takes pressure off of everybody and get to shine. Um, so that's the beauty of it, guys. That's the beauty of it. Uh, be excited for the coach. 
big excited for the coach. He got Dan Pease or Dean Pease. I can't remember his first name, but his last name is Pease. Um, he's a Baltimore guy. Uh, if you know anything about Baltimore defenses, man, that's the type of defense that that's the type of attitude that we want in Atlanta. I'm, I'm telling you, that's the type of attitude. The offensive coordinator, uh, I can't remember who it is off the top of my head, where he's from, but uh, I know Arthur Smith said he's going to do a lot. Um, with calling the place it's going to be mostly him so uh that excites me because i like when head coaches are kind of hand hands on like that and he's off the mind this is one of the first if, if not the first offensive minded coach that we've got for matt ryan so uh head coach um so it's it is different than having a couch in a hand in the room because he doesn't get to speak and kind of lead the team and be the attitude of the team he just kind of speaks when spoken to type thing so it's like yeah he was working with Matt Ryan but he wasn't the the identity of the team the head coach offensively will be the identity of the team um that is different from Matt that means the offense is the leading unit um that that isn't different but I'm telling you that you'll see you'll just see the mentality and and how we attack will be different because I feel like it is an offensive-minded guy leading the team. He's leading the front, so he's going to make sure the offensive unit is the best unit that's out there, and defense will play to their capabilities. He already kind of hinted towards it that this might not be the best defense, but we will definitely do the things that we do well great. You know what I mean? And that's complimentary football. When I heard that, I got excited because the defense, they, they catch a lot of slack, but they've played well enough to win games. And that's all you that's all you can ask for. You get better and better every day, every day. But have they played well enough to win games? Yes. AJ is not going to do anything but get better. Um, Lil Fulcon is not going to do anything but get better. Grady Jarrett, get better. You know what I'm saying? So we have upside, guys. We're not a traditional fourth round, fourth pick team. Okay. Um... With all of that being said, we got so much to look. We got so much to talk about, man. Um, we're about to, we're, I guess we had like a little interlude, and now we're about to wrap up season three all the way through the Super Bowl and a little bit through um, the offseason. So uh, it's going to be so much. We got the black coaches to, we got to talk about. Um, we got to talk about, and I didn't mention this, Arthur Smith's. Uh, dad is the uh ceo and founder of fedex i think his name is frederick or fred smith um that's a lot of money that will be around the falcons with two billionaires two billionaires over five billion um each they both have over five billion that's a lot of money um that will be in atlanta that will be near the bluff that will be on Northside drive um and if we do it right atlanta we can put pressure on them to kind of change um the city and get more opportunities for those water boys you know what i mean so we can put some money in the in the community over there in the west end um, we can partner with the hbcus if we if we do this right if we do this right their billions become our billions okay but we'll talk about that more in the podcast well uh we'll talk about the, we'll talk about the black coaches we'll talk about um what else we got going on oh obviously politics man I ain't forgot y'all. We got you. I got your politics, man. Um, we got a new president, man. We did it. We did it. But we're not done. Okay? We're And I want to stress this. I love how everybody was talking about Michelle's outfit. And I love how everybody was so passionately engaged in this political process because um, you had a lot more at stake. You know, Trump fired up a lot of people, a lot of black voters as well. He didn't realize that, but he fired up a lot of black voters and we came out and voted. Um, but 
the work starts now. That was the easy part. The, I swear to God, that was the easy part. All you had to do was just sit around and watch TV and, and then go click a button and vote for somebody. That was the easy part. The hard part is about holding somebody accountable, watching them, um, judging them with clear eyes and a clear heart, and um, aligning yourself with your issues so we can get a, a, a community feel back in. You know what I mean? We, we got to get the world back uh, rotating. So we're going to talk about all of this. And we're going to have some more interviews coming up. I, I know y'all love the interviews. We got more interviews. I got y'all. So that's what y'all have looking forward to. I appreciate y'all like always, man. Give me feedback. Let me know that you're, that you're listening. You know what I mean? Because that, that really makes my day when I hear the feedback. All right. So I'm going to get y'all a whole bunch of podcasts coming soon. You know what I'm saying? What was it? What's today? Thursday. I got y'all Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Like we coming. We finishing season three strong. I appreciate y'all for sticking with me this far. And uh, y'all got a lot to look forward to.